Hi, this is Adam Bergman. On today's Adam Talks, I'm going to be talking about the coronavirus and why some self-directed investors may not be so worried. So clearly, most of us have been aware of this coronavirus, which originated in China, uh, which has left over 80 people dead, 3,000 people around the globe infected. Obviously, China, where it originated uh, in a marketplace, all the way through Canada, the US, Australia, France. Um, it's obviously pretty scary. Um, it's impacted global trade, uh, basically shut down a good chunk of China. Uh, I read somewhere that almost 80 million people are pretty much quarantined. Um, 40 million certainly are basically restricted from travel. And it's kind of scary of what, uh, because we're in a global marketplace, of some of the implications the coronavirus can have on all of us, not just from a health standpoint, but also from a financial standpoint. And the one nice thing, and the, the reason I believe the IRS allows retirement accounts, IRAs specifically, to invest in alternative assets is really because of a diversification play. And the whole idea of diversification is that. You don't necessarily want all your financial, all your retirement assets invested in the same investment sector, the same types of investments, i.e. mutual funds, ETFs, exposed to the equity markets. And I think that's really an important part of uh, the investment world is making sure you're diversified. Now, I'm just a tax attorney. I'm not a financial advisor. So I'm not giving anyone financial advice. I'm not telling people, yes, you should buy this. You should sell that. That's not the point of this podcast. The point is to just bring to light a very serious medical and potentially financial situation that's now impacting all of us, not just China and not just certain reasons, regions of China, but potentially the whole world. And the stock market will feel its impact. It already has. And that impacts our retirement accounts with $30 trillion of U.S. retirement assets with almost 95% invested in U.S. equities, you can see the issue if a global uh, meltdown uh, occurs because of a health scare, uh, a serious health scare, which is uh, originating in China. We saw what happened in SARS, with the SARS virus about 20 years ago. And, and the coronavirus could be just as serious, if not more serious. Um, and obviously, we're scared uh, health-wise, not so much in the U.S., but certainly in China. It's coming here. It's here already. And it's going to impact all of us. So why am I saying that self-directed investors may not be as concerned is the fact that most self-directed investors are invested in hard assets. So what the whole concept of self-directing is that, listen, 4975 of the Internal Revenue Code essentially outlines what you can and cannot invest in. That in Section 408. And there's basically three things you cannot do with an IRA. You can't buy life insurance. You could with a 401k. You can't buy collectibles like art. But there is a special carve-out for IRS-approved precious metals, gold, silver, palladium, American eagles, state-minted, and bullion coins. They must, though, be held in the physical possession of a depository or a U.S. bank. They cannot be held personally. And then thirdly, and the broadest categories of prohibited transactions are found in Section 4975. And essentially say this, you can't invest your IRA funds in any investment that in any way, directly or indirectly, personally benefits you or your lineal descendants, parents, children, spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, 
trusts or any entities associated with such persons. So, for example, can't buy us and live in it. So, the most popular types of self-directed alternative asset investments are real estate based, whether it's flipping real estate, renting into a third party, buying raw land, hard money loans, tax liens, tax deeds, whether you're investing in a real estate fund, hedge funds, private equity, venture capital, even cryptocurrency. The idea is the IRS did want us to have the option to invest in alternative assets. Why do I know that? Because if they did not want us to have that option, they would have simply disallowed it, just like they disallowed collectibles, which they felt, based off legislative history, uh, was hard to value and, and, hard, and not marketable, so they were concerned about liquidity. But if the IRS did not want us to invest in alternative assets, because they didn't think it was suitable for retirement accounts, they would have said so. So the fact that it's in the code and allows us to do so is something that Unfortunately, not enough people know about. Less than 5% of all retirement accounts are invested in alternative assets. And when I say alternative, I don't mean you know, these ICOs and crazy, scary alternative assets. I mean just real estate. Anything that's not equity or bond or traditional, which is essentially mutual funds, stocks, ETFs, bonds, fixed income. Uh, so we're allowed to do it. We know the code says so. Why are we not doing it? The first is education. Most people don't know the IRS gives us these options. Why? Because you're talking about $30 trillion of retirement assets. So the large financial institutions and banks like the Schwabs, Vanguards, Fidelities, they don't want you to use your retirement money to buy real estate. Why? They don't make money when you buy real estate. They make money when you roll over money into their products, whether it's sitting in cash. Schwab makes 40% of their revenues just on interest on the cash they hold. Um, even if they're not making commissions on mutual funds or ETFs or stocks, they want you, they want your money and they want to invest, they want you to invest in their product and their platform. So by telling you, yes, you can buy real estate or you can invest in this hedge fund or anything alternative, they're going to lose that money. And that obviously doesn't make a lot of business sense. So bringing this all back to the coronavirus, the coronavirus is started in China, it's now all over the world, and it's impacting the US equities, it's impacting stock markets across the world. So the whole idea of diversification is that if you own a house in Detroit, if you own a house in Fargo, if you own a house in Dallas, if you own a house in Boynton Beach, if you own a house in Long Island, if you own a house in Newark, if you own a house in Akron, Ohio. The idea is there's less chance that a global catastrophe, a healthcare global meltdown will impact your rent, your revenue stream, because yes, it will impact all of us in some way, directly or indirectly, but people still need somewhere to live. People are still going to have a job, uh, even if hopefully no one's we're not quarantined and we can still go out and work and go eat and shop. Uh, people are going to need to pay rent. They're going to need to live somewhere. We can't all live in the hospital, God forbid. So that is the concept. And that's why you know, we've helped 16,000 plus people set up self-directed retirement accounts. It's not because they want to do anything crazy. It's not because they necessarily don't trust the government or distrust Wall Street. It's because they want to be able to diversify. They don't want all their eggs in one basket. They are concerned that if there is a global meltdown, if there is a SARS type issue with the coronavirus where it really impacts our economy globally, 
all their money won't be impacted because their home where they're getting 1200 bucks a month or their Airbnb or their liens or deeds or their other investments that are not tied into global economy may not be infected the same way that a uh, investment in a mutual fund would be. So it's an interesting, um, sometimes it takes a crisis to kind of look at things and say, okay, do I want to be overexposed to the markets? And I'm not, again, telling anyone, take your money out of the markets and put it in real estate. That's not the point of this. The point of this podcast is to educate people and say, hey, the IRS does want you to diversify. If they didn't, they would pull it out of the tax code and just say you have to buy these types of investments. But they don't. They just say what you can't do, which is just three things. Life insurance, collectibles, and self-dealing transactions. Otherwise, you can do it. Um, and the coronavirus, um, again, hopefully it turns out to be nothing and just kind of dies down and vanishes. But uh, if it's not this virus, there'll be another global um, situation that we'll have to deal with, whether it's uh, uh, some type of uh, military confrontation, whether it's a health scare, whether it's another financial uh, meltdown, whether it's through debt or other means. Uh, we're a global economy, no matter what anyone wants to say, we're all intertwined. What, if you buy underwear in Walmart, uh, that's it's being made somewhere outside of the U.S. in most cases. There's a distri distribution supply line that touches on a lot of countries and a lot of people all over the world. So everything we've essentially consumed is, is, has some, some type of exposure to um, other countries outside of the United States. So we're all in this together. It's, it's essentially a global family. And if there is an issue in China or Australia or Pakistan, it could impact all of us. So that is one of the reasons why a lot of people like to buy hard assets, inflation protected. They like to see and touch something. They want to know they have cash flow from rental income. And they hopefully want to be able to sleep better at night and know that not all their assets or all their retirement assets are in uh, one bucket. Um, and hopefully they can better diversify themselves. So hopefully the coronavirus uh, dissipates and doesn't become bigger than it is now. But it's once again, a just a wake up call for a lot of us to say, hey, do we really want to have everything exposed to equities, mutual funds, ETFs? Do we want to um, risk all our retirement accounts or, or a good chunk of our retirement wealth uh, being exposed to uh, financial crisis in Greece, health care in China, um, or Middle East um, war between uh, you know, various Middle East countries that really don't indirectly or directly impact us, but indirectly they do. Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Hope you found the podcast helpful, insightful. Um, please subscribe to our channel. I like to do podcasts every week that talks about various uh, subjects that impact uh, retirement accounts, uh, our financial well-being, and, and generally have a little bit of alternative asset flavor to them. Um, thanks again for watching and listening and until next time.